Okay. Don't you usually play something? <laughs> I'm Marilyn Robinson, and I'm your host for the day. And we are going to have some fun because I feel like it. Okay? So this is Make Life Motivation. All right, so we're going to laugh just like that because I have a special host here. And also, I want you to be part of the show. So comment in uh, the comment section on Facebook and let us know what's going on and answer, add your value as well as ask questions. We're here to answer questions too. So I have Arena with me and she is a wonderful lady and we're going to tackle some difficult questions and have some fun doing it. So Arena, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, I am Irina Struina. I am health strategist and I am helping people who were recently diagnosed with type 2 diabetes to catch their breath, to find their grounds, and start making changes towards the healthier and happier life for themselves and for people who are around them. That's about it. Yes, and I was one of her clients. She spent some time with me. I am I, I call it a light type 2 diabetic. I've only hit points, uh, 7.0 once. I've been under 7 uh, most of my career as a type 2 diabetic. But uh, again, lots of words of wisdom coming from Arena on that front. I personally am a life navigation specialist and I help people change up their life. Let's change those paradigms you have and find a new definition of what you want your life to be. Uh, right now, I have some wonderful parenting programs going on because I became a grandma on October 4th. So he'll, Liam will be almost a year old, times flying. Uh, but I wanted to dust off my uh, parenting skills and offer some insights and wisdom to new parents or soon-to-be parents. So that's us in a nutshell. But now we're going to get into some of the meat of the motion. And so why, the first question up is, why is coping with change important for professionals to thrive in your life in business? So I give it to you to start, Arena. Well, the question is actually loaded here, and I will give you the loaded answer. So I was growing up in Russia, and we have there a saying that nothing is more permanent than the something that we have for a short period of time. What is the word? <laughs> nothing is more permanent than the uh, temporary change. I think this is what we're talking about. If we have something change in our lives, like COVID, changed a lot of things and people were saying this is temporary we will have everything back to normal but with that change we've got the new normal with every change that we have we gain some more data we get some new 
settings, new environments, and there is no way to go back. We cannot step in the same river twice, right? The water will be already different. So with the changes that are constantly happening around us in our lives, in our businesses, in our relationships, the only thing you cannot turn back are two things, the time and health, everything else we can return. So it will be always different. And being able to adapt to this change, to accept the change and see what you can do in this new situation is extremely important for professionals in life and in business. All right. Well, I'm going to add some different twists to that. So guess what? Every morning you wake up and something's changed. You're a day older. And when you get to a certain age, a lot of times something happens that causes you to have a physical change because you're aging. You're aging every day. But I think the point is, is that life would be so dull and boring if we didn't change it up. Now, there's change that you choose and you design, and therefore you're excited about it. But then there's also changes that come along that you didn't think of and you don't, you know, you're not expecting it. And the point is, is to step back and look at those and see uh, how to make it exciting. You know, what's going to come of it? And like Arena said, oh my gosh, you know, the fact that COVID one, the minute that everything shut down, that was a massive change. But then she mentioned the new normal. Nothing has gone back exactly the same way. And you can look at the environment. Our environment and um, is constantly changing. And so our lifestyle is changing. Uh, the days are hotter where I live. And then we had more snowfall last year and more rain. And, and that had an impact on a lot of things that change. It keeps life exciting. So the thing that you want to do is spend the time to learn how to embrace change, accept it, and adapt to it. And, you know, figure out how much of it you're going to um, hold on to and what you can maybe modify so that it feels better. Okay. So the next question, why are you passionate about helping people with change using your zone of genius? Okay. Cause it's just the two of us, Arena, you are always going to get to start it off. <laughs> Well, that's the question that I am facing every single day, because as I mentioned, and we spoke with you and you said it too, I am working every single day with people who have their health challenges. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, and fortunately, that particular health challenge in 99% is the lifestyle diagnosis. Mm. Therefore, people have to make changes. This is something that they have to make changes in if they would like to get better. And therefore, I'm, well, I'm, I'm definitely passionate about it. If I was not, I wouldn't be staying with it for this many years and spending this many hours every day because when we take active part in ever-changing environment around us, with us, 
we are going to be able to make those necessary changes. But if we just accepting and kind of like, oh, well, and taking the victim uh, role on us and do nothing and blame everything around, then it's not really helping at all. People say in the, with people with diabetes, they say, okay, I'll take those pills and don't change anything in their diet, don't change anything in their moving, uh, acti in their activities, physical activities, don't change anything in their schedule. And yes, sure, pills will help for some time until your body will get adapted to this. And once it gets adapted, you need an extra pill or maybe a couple extra pills or maybe you need a shot. So therefore, taking active role in your always changing life, as you said, uh, every day we wake up one, one day older <laughs> and things are changing, you know, um, a lot of changes going on. And if we don't accept and participate in those changes, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what could happen. Nothing good out of it yeah, for sure. For sure. So our Facebook user says change is the only constant. And isn't that true? Oh my gosh. Uh, seriously, everything changes. Um, and I think from my perspective, as far as my passion, you don't want to be, you don't want to be stagnant. That gets so boring. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other concept of life is guess what? If you don't have the downs, you don't really know what the ups are. If everything was mm -hmm. constant and everything was at the same plateau, you wouldn't be happy and you wouldn't be sad. So you need yeah. the challenge of those, the some of the things that come in your life that are, are kind of stressful changes or sad changes to really help you uh, appreciate and enjoy all the good changes and all the wonderful things that are going on in your life. I think I was blessed as a child because I, I did have a traumatic event. I lost my parents when they when I was 10. And, you know, the point is, is I didn't, I, yes, I was sad and I ran around the house screaming and tearing, you know, tearing the place up. But as I settled down into the change, I realized that there's good things that came out of the change. I was living in LA in a subdivision with my parents and I got to move in with my sister and she lived in the country and I got to walk on trails and wondering what kind of animal made this trail. And I really got to enjoy um, the outdoors. And now from that, I am an avid outdoor person. I love nature and I've raised my kids in that environment. So that was to me a very positive thing that came out of that change in my life. And I have since then, uh, every time something happens that doesn't necessarily make me happy, I try to step back and say, what is the good in this? What There's always something good. There's always a lesson learned or um, something to take forward with you and, uh, and use it. Actually, can I add something, you know, no. you, you're telling your story. <laughs> no, go ahead. I will do it anyways, whatever you say. <laughs> I have to have some fun here. But, but yeah, the, your story is actually very similar in a way to my story, because what I'm doing 
it's not that I woke up one day and said, well, why might as well start change, helping people to change their lives, right? I lost my husband due to complications from diabetes. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this situation. And at certain moment, I had this, this thought that maybe he consciously made this move, right? Maybe he consciously made this move to push me forward so I can um, bring what I am capable of, in not only sitting at home and taking care of the household, but also bring some goodness to the world because I had some sort of a, you know, not I was, this was my choice. I was dedicated to the house, our kids, my husband, but there was nothing about me really to the world but with that change what i had in me now is coming out and uh, hopefully bringing good to people yes oh definitely you're helping a lot of people i think it's great so that's that's the thought from what you said cool <laughs> all right so the next challenging question we want to stay inspired how has change been a problem for you in the past and how did you overcome it? Oh my God, I just answered I know, it. but you can think of another one because <laughs> you are full of change. So what's the next thing that comes to mind? Well, uh, you know, I moved from one continent to another and that was a pretty big change for me. I can't imagine. <laughs> And that was very big change in, in, in every aspect, starting from the language that I have to think, to talk on and, and understand and, and think. And it's getting there for me more comfortable to speak freely and think in this language. But point being, you got to, it was a problem. I could not communicate with people. I learned some, um, I went to courses, I went to college, I spoke with so many people and that helped me. When you learn about some fundamental, when we become parents, coming to parenting, right? When we become parents, this is such a huge change. I do remember this realization when we just came from the hospital and I'm sitting in the house and next to me staying this basket with this little human in it and this is when it hit me my life will never be the same because for one thing i will be always worried about this creature and i will never will be able to think differently now the way how i used to think just me or me and my friends and my family this is the personal focus and understanding it really helped me to actually enjoy the motherhood because if it was if, like some people saying oh this is a burden i have to adapt to this if it was like this to me it it probably would not be such a joyful experience for me of being a mother yeah well, and that kind of leads into mine, because I think the other change that um, I've always been 
um, I, I've always considered myself very self-confident. I have had a mindset that I can conquer anything. I can do anything I put my mind towards. And it didn't, it didn't, hold on a second. That puppy wants, wants me. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I am needed. That was my point. So uh, for me, um, I enjoyed being a mother and I, I really, really, really loved it. And I didn't have a problem. I trained my kids. I built their skills so that they could be independent and that they could make good, solid de decisions and go forward in life and have the life they wanted. And it didn't really hit me until my youngest finally graduated college. And I realized, okay, I've got to let the last one go. I, I can't, I, I'm no longer needed as that kind of mother, that role. And I got really complacent. And I said, you know, I have a really good life. Everything, I was, you know, that plateau I was talking about, no change, you know. I was in that mode of I shouldn't complain. Um, everything's fine. I've got so many, you know, people would love to have this life. It's boring as hell. <laughs> but <laughs> so that was kind of my catalyst to get me into coaching. And uh, I had enough friends, you know, say, oh, my gosh, you'd be great at it and stuff. I was resistant, but it did open the door because I know that there are a lot of people out there that just need an ear to listen, somebody to help them think through, you know, if you talk about uh, what you're experiencing and how you're feeling, being able to articulate it verbally aloud really is the best medicine. That is the first step in being able to understand what it is you're feeling. And of course, my daughters, they're, they're the sensitives, my sons here and there. But, uh, you know, they said, hey, you know, it is a matter of, um, uh, I will always need you. We like your advice. We need you in a different way. I may not do what you ask but or say to do, but I love to hear your advice because it helps me think a little bit differently or out of the box. So uh, so it has. It's um, that that closing that chapter doesn't mean I close my nurturing and desire to help people. I just refocus it to um, people. And right now my focus is new moms um that you know i can help them get started on the right path so that they don't become that stressed mom pulling their hair out and wondering why they had kids in the first place mm -hmm. so i our next keep networking so who should you ask for for help when you are trying to change your life who should you ask well, I am always saying the, and I'm asking for help from people who already have achieved something that I would like to achieve. This is kind of questions coming up. You know, there is the saying, you don't ask financial advice from your broke brother-in-law, right? Therefore, I am looking 
what do I want to see? What do I want to have? What results I would like to get? And who already has the experience with that? Not necessarily, not necessarily people already there, but they're on the way. And I see that they have vision, they have plan, they have something that is is pulling them. So I would like to speak with those people and see maybe they can teach me something maybe they can become my partners accountability partners they this is how i am looking when when i am making a change i'm looking for somebody else who either already done with that completed made this change happening or people who can help me just holding my hand and walking with me and coaches of course and i have this we have this great i mean life motivation community mm -hmm. this is where i am looking for help daily daily and getting that help yeah yeah and that leads me to what i was going to answer i think that surrounding yourself with people that are striving for the same thing you're striving for maybe not 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 the deliverable but the life that you want somebody that has that same kind of energy that's constantly looking and wanting to improve and move forward and that's what we have in mink life um in our our tribe here and that we're all energized in that regard and surrounding ourselves with those individuals who can also throw out ideas and suggestions again we all have different background different experiences that are all all valuable maybe not uh, specifically directly lined up but a close enough that you can get a lesson or something learned from that and uh in my um one of the classes I teach on raising resilient kids and who, you know, it's about who do you want to be as a parent? Well, look around and, and find the parents that have the relation, the type of relationship you, they want with their, ki their kids and go and talk to them about it and ask them, what do they do? How do they raise their kids? And uh, what are the, some of the struggles? Because you need to understand the hard things too. And, um, and you can also look at people who are not doing what you would want to do or do not have the lifestyle and learn from that too. I, I know, um, you know, I was learning to be a salesperson for Intel straight out of college. And the first thing they did was have me ride around with the other salespeople in the office. And I was just to observe and learn from the experience. And I learned as much about how I was not going to do it as much as how to do it. And I was like, holy cow, you know, that's not being a very effective. So I'm not going to pick up those habits or do it that way. And so you can learn a lot also by looking at um, the negative aspect of things. Definitely. Same thing. Same thing. Learning from and getting inspired by those who you would like to, to, to follow and learning from those who you definitely don't want to look like. <laughs> it's like, nope. So let's gain some knowledge. What is one tip for calibrating your life? Oh my, one tip. One tip. 
I think when you are working on calibrating your life, for one thing, I would like to suggest everyone, don't be afraid to ask questions. Nobody is perfect. Nobody knows all the answers. And one same question may bring multiple answers and not every answer will work for you but until you when you're changing you really don't know what to expect unless you change it unless this is part of your plan and i'm changing from drinking six glass of glasses of water to eight glasses of water a day that's something that is not the calibrating life but when we're working on our life calibration there is a lot of changes are coming and my one tip would be ask questions see what people say see what may work for you and learn from what their what their answers are don't be afraid to ask questions Mm -hmm. yeah that's great yep and ask yourself those questions too. Because too. Our brain will answer it for you if you ask the right questions of yourself. Um, I, I think my one tip is learn as you go. You know, we have a tendency to, oh my gosh, I committed. This is the this is what I said I was gonna do, and this is what I, at the moment I thought I wanted my life to look like. And then as you start going down that path, you go, wow, this isn't quite what I thought it was gonna be. Don't feel bad by saying, I need to change it up because you don't know until you've experienced it, what it's going to feel like, what it, what it really means. So learning mm-hmm. by doing, you can't, uh, you can't draw that perfect picture or vision of what you want your life to be without taking some steps to play around with it. And then it, it's okay. No, it's okay to change the plan, modify it, learn as you go. Absolutely, definitely. And you know, I'm constantly, maybe because we're talking with you, returning to this parenting thing, uh, we cannot expect how this new person in the world will turn out, right? And when we expecting the child we kind of picturing i would like to i would like to do this and then they will respond this way and then we will do together this this is in our dreams and plans before this person even in the you know appeared in the world right and then they show up and they have totally different needs they have different vision of the world we are looking this way on this level and they're looking on their level and very often just looking up for some time Uh, so to be able to um, adjust to this changes not 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 matching expectations with reality Mm -hmm. to be able to do that it really helps to to survive the change, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, and I think the other thing too is that, um, especially if you're talking about kids, 
as they go through the different ages, they are constantly changing and you want them to change. You want to give them more responsibility and you want them to speak up what's more uh, their interests and such. But the, you know, the, my husband's so funny because he loves traditions. And so it was always hard for him to let go of traditions. And granted, some of the holiday stuff, you kind of evolve with their age. But, um, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we've stopped doing this. And he's like, oh, man. And I go, well, you know, it had its time and its moment. Now we need to go create new traditions. And that's also fun and exciting. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's another thing, too, when you look at the phases of life, you know, my husband's and my relationship have changed through all the different phases before kids, well, dating before kids. And then as the kids came on, you had one, that's one, one phase of your life. You have a second one, that's another phase of your life. And oh my gosh, when you have the third one, all hands off, shit hits the fan because now there's three of them and two of you. And so everything changes and your life looks totally different. Uh, And especially when they get into sports, because, you know, when they're younger, they just go wherever you go. So we are coming to the end of our program and we have announcements. So what have you got going on that you want to share, Arena? Well, what I have going on at this particular moment Uh, I have the event coming up in two days on Saturday. We have the diabetic healthcare expo. It's on September 30th. We have multiple experts in healthcare, doctors, nurses, PAs, dietitians, pharmacists coming and talking about life with diabetes. It's sort of a diabetic crash course. So anybody who is on Facebook, go to our Facebook group, Diabetes 101 for Beginners, and join us live. And of course, if you need to connect with me, smartmove360.com, this is the way to find me and uh, connect with me. Awesome. That's great. That's great. So I have a couple of different programs going on. The best way to find out about them is to go out to my connect page and let's let's chat. So that's Marilyn-Robinson.com. And there's also some freebies that you can get out there if you want to get back an hour or two of your uh, time so that you can maybe have some leisure time or spend some personal care time. Uh, you can select that and, and get a nice download five-step process on how to get back an hour or two a day. Um, but if you just want to reach out and talk, Marilyn-Robinson.com, you'll find both of those out there. And now. All right. This has been such a great show. So make sure you connect with Marilyn and Irina. But right now, let's talk about what is going on in the community. If you love this show and you want to come not just be a guest on the couch, but you actually want to be a co-host in one of those boxes, go to minklifemotivation.com backslash live and fill out an application and then come hang out with us we are here every Tuesday, or Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific and Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific. So make sure you join the conversation because as you know, we always have so many amazing things going on. 
And if you can't catch us live and watch this, then jump on wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and look up Mink Live Motivation. And you know what? You need to subscribe because that subscription button really helps us out. And we love bringing you all this amazing information. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Share it because sharing is caring. And um, we look forward to seeing you next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Marilyn, back to you. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And definitely, if you, whether you want to be in one of these boxes or you just want to have fun and listen to the guests, uh, come back on Wednesday and Thursday and keep coming. Thank you. Yes. And I.